Rudy. What's up, Cody? You there, bro? Bro, I'm there. Awesome, man. So, um, this is kind of a new, th- well, not for you. You've been on a couple podcasts before. Um, this mm-hmm. is my first time uh, jumping into the podcasting uh, world, uh, which is kind of funny, right? Because we are like, it's 2020 and nobody's making podcasts, right? Like we're jumping in <laughs> on, the, on, the, uh, on like the ground floor. Uh, right. Yeah, obviously there are tons of podcasts, which is why like when we were talking about like what podcasts to listen to, I was mm-hmm. like, maybe we should just call this podcast like nobody is going to listen to us because, like, we have, <laughs> because literally there are a bazillion podcasts but anyway um so right. we had been we <laughs> so kind of a little bit of background uh we're still kind of thrilled, we, you know, having conversations about like um what to you bro did you just flush the toilet <laughs> That gummy, you're supposed to ask that question. <laughs> Bro, that is the, that nothing could be more perfect to start a podcast between you and me than for there to be a toilet flushing sound. That's amazing. So, that gum, I was like, is he going to hear this? That's amazing. So anyway, we have been throwing around the idea of starting a podcast for a mm-hmm. very long time. And actually, the funny thing is i think really <laughs> the only legitimate fight that you and i and our friend kevin <laughs> ever got in was because of talking about starting the podcast <laughs> because if i remember right we had like picked up some pizza or something <laughs> and we were talking about like dude let's start a podcast and i was like and you you were like yeah dude i'm all about it and at the time i was like even you know this was just like three or four years ago but even then mm-hmm. i was like so much anxiety i was like people are gonna think we're stupid and and you've always kind of been like dude i, I don't care what people think let's just do what makes us happy and i was like ah, mm-hmm. i don't know and then i don't remember what happened but we went into our apartment and <laughs> we were like i don't I, I can't remember who said something but one of us said something and it, it set us off bro i like, know i'm not gonna say what was said <laughs> Because it was not appropriate. But it was definitely me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I just remember, like, like you were like, you guys are so dumb. Like, which is obviously not exactly what you said. Right, right. And we were like, well, I don't remember what it was, but it was almost like, it was like literally the dumbest thing to fight about. And yet we... Right, right. It was stupid. I, I remember... I, I remember that very well because I I got mad because you guys were afraid. That's why I got mad. Yeah, and yeah. which is totally fine. Like that's not. I should not have got mad about that. But you know? I I love that you did because nothing with us in our friendship has ever been like <laughs> normal, right? Like we're we're not gonna fight about like money or like. You know, right. you know stuff that we're gonna people, fight about this stupidest. We're gonna thing. we're gonna fight about the only two legitimate fights that I ever remember us having is we fought over the fact that me and Kevin were too afraid to start a podcast, and we had a fight over comic books. Bro, okay, bro, <laughs> let me explain this fight because it was so funny afterwards. Because I was like, 
this is how stupid and nerdy me and Richie are. are you, that you're we talking are about the, the fight over comics. Right? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. Okay. I was – and this was – so, like, favorite superhero is Superman, and Richie's favorite superhero is Batman. At the time, Not, yeah. At, it's, yeah, at the time, yeah. Mine is yeah. still Superman. But um, Richie – well, it, it's, it's all kinds of superheroes, but it's still mainly Superman. But anyway – me and him were getting an argument of uh, basically. I won't get into the details. Basically, like if Batman could like defeat the whole Justice League or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, there's no way. I was yeah. like, the whole Justice League is smart. It's yeah. Not just ba- it's not just Batman. Blah, blah, blah. And and bro, and you were just like, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember. It was Which it did. it did. Yeah, it was specifically in in a storyline of a comic that we were both reading. It was a good, yeah. it was a good, it was a good comment. Yeah. Um, but it was just so funny. I mean, we went on and on and on. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I think you went back to your room for a while. And then, like, Kevin was in the room when it happened. And then uh, <laughs> you came back out. And I think even Kevin's fiance, now wife, Ellen, right. might have been at the apartment or might have came in after you went back to the room. <laughs> she came out and we were still fighting about this. And so... <laughs> It's just so funny, that, like, I mean, years, you know, we've been talking about doing a podcast for years, and yeah. and I was so afraid to do it, but now, like, you know, I've, I've come through a lot of stuff, and, and that could be a uh-huh. topic all by itself for a, a podcast, right. but um, mainly, I kind of, you know, as we were talking about uh, wanting to do it, I think the, uh, there are a few reasons why, and I, I think <clears throat> some of them are the fact that now... You know, you live back home in Tulsa. I'm back in Missouri, and we we don't get to uh, talk very much. I mean, we text all the time, and we you know we call each other every once in a while, but we don't right. really have a framework in which like we um, really like sit down and talk to each other. And you know, right. both of us are busy. So so for me, like even if like I'm not expecting many people to listen to this, but right. even if they don't, I'm just excited about the <clears throat> prospect of of you and I. Um, sitting down, you know, I don't know if it'll be every week, every other week or whatever, but just to talk right. about we're really whatever it is that we want to talk about. I mean, obviously you and I have a lot of, in common. We, both of us are, you're, you're in ministry. I'm in the process of seeking out full-time ministry. So there's a lot of things we could go into, mm-hmm. but, um, but basically like, you know, just the fact that, that we're living in some difficult times, obviously, and, you know, yeah. we, can, we can get into talking about that. But I think part of it was just like, I know, like talking to you, you're like, dude, I'm just exhausted. And, and yeah. I have I know that you have felt that way for a much longer time than I, because when it comes to, you know, you're pretty exhausted, too. I see I see people on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, our time for <laughs> sure. But I mean, like, you, you know, like I I wouldn't have like I credit you with where I'm at in my passion for racial reconciliation and racial equality you know obviously it's a biblical right right but like i you know that's another thing that we can go into at some point but just learning from you and so you being exhausted and me kind of like feeling you know not in the same capacity as you but just every time posting something that i think man this is a biblical concept and just having people come out of the woodwork to to fight about it it's just like just to have an outlet for us to be like, man, let's just talk about whatever we want to yeah. talk about. And I was looking forward to this today too, man, because like, oh bro, ministry has been so hard lately and just life in general. And yeah, 
the racial issues, COVID-19. I mean, it's just been like this perfect storm of uh, just sorrow, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, but I, but I was so excited waking up today because I was like, dude, I get to talk to Richie for like an hour. I love that, man. I love that for sure. And so, so I think, I think conceptually, uh, we have come up with the title of the podcast. I think we're going to call it U21. Bro, which... hold on. Listen, I got to say something funny, bro. Okay, go ahead. So <laughs> when you texted me about calling it U21, did I tell you what? Bro, that's the name that I suggested when we were trying to do the podcast the first time. Was it really? <laughs> Okay, I, I do not remember that. Which dude. I don't care. It's I just, bro, I, I can't remember if I texted you that or not, but I was laughing so hard <laughs> when you texted me that because I was like, that's the name that I was going to come up with. Yeah, but, dude. I, but I, I don't care, man. I do not remember that, but I think... It was so uh, funny. That's, that's hilarious. But I think, like, you know, we were thinking about different... Well, actually, you know, we were talking about, like, let's call it something like, you know, Christians can smile or whatever, because like, <laughs> which is, which really the more I thought about it, I was like, that's really a stupid name. Like, well, uh, I don't think it, yeah, I don't think it's stupid. Yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, I was, I didn't say this in our text, we were talking, but I was thinking, I was like, you know, man, with that title, I don't want to give the impression that if a Christian is listening to us and they're suffering, that they should just smile. Yeah, for sure. You know, because that, you know, you don't, that's hard. Yeah. For a suffering I, Christian. But there's truth to it as well. It's like, yeah. man, Christians need to uh, find joy. And I think that's really at the heart of why you wanted to name it that. Yeah, so I, exactly. I get that. Yeah, exactly. And, and really kind of because that combined with like the fact that we are just living in a time where it's bad news after bad news after devastation after devastation. Right. And just like thinking about, you know, can we talk about things that will make people laugh or make people right. happy or whatever. But you know, the more that I think about it, like because of, of our, I, I, I think we're going to talk about things that we're passionate about. And obviously we're oh, passionate yeah. about the Bible and theology. So I think it's impossible for us not to talk about some of the things that have, yeah. that are occurring and, you know, just things that we think about, <clears throat> uh, you know, current events and, and, you know, theological history and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, I think, U21, we want to call it that because I think that really encompasses our relationship, right? I mean, we, so so explain to them whoever's yeah, listening, yeah, what, why 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 you would want to call it U21. I'm down for it, but go yeah. ahead and explain it real quick. So so obviously we we went to Welch mm-hmm. College, college in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Bible College together um, for five years, mm-hmm. and then you and I and a friend who graduated. Um, yeah, he gra- Kevin graduated the same. Yes, because he started. You went out for a little bit. I couldn't hear you. Um, Kevin graduated the same year that we did. Right, that, right. Yeah, because we we yeah had, uh, after we all finished, we moved into uh, Valley Ridge. That's right. So we had we went for five years. He went for four. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, I know. I added a minor. I can't remember if if you added something, but I no, I just I I remember switching. Oh, that's my de- right. I switched yeah. the degree and cause I started off doing music performance and then, um, but also too, it's hard to finish in less than five years because yeah. you have to double major. Like you have to take 40 hours of Bible on top of your like general ed credits and on top of your major, yeah. which is like, that makes it so hard. And I couldn't afford to take more than like 
13 or 14 hours a semester, most semesters. Yeah, for sure. And, and so that's why it took me so long. Yeah. Um, I feel you, but yeah, bro, I'll let you in on a little secret that I've, I, I don't know if I've told you this or not, but really like I, I, okay. So, you know, I got a degree in pastoral ministry. You got a degree in pastoral ministry. Right. Uh, I went on a mission trip to Ecuador and then ended up going on multiple mission trips. And I added a minor in missions because I really am interested in missions. Like, you know, uh-huh. I'm open to whatever God wants to do. So if he said, hey, Richie and, and Jensen, who is my wife, uh, I want you to go, you know, to some other country or, or, or to start a mission project, even, you know, somewhere in the U.S., totally down for it. But, bro, honestly, <laughs> the reason that I added it, like, 75% of the reason was because I didn't want <laughs> what, my career at Welch to be over because I loved it so much. And because I loved, you know, like, yeah. I loved my friendship with you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I mean, there I are knew, things to love. Yeah, and I knew that, like, our I knew you were going to stay. I knew Kevin was going to stay. I was really yeah. hoping at the time, two of our other really good friends, Tim Hutchinson. I know, those freaking and, traitors, <laughs> And Jake. Well, I don't, I don't think Jake Manning ever – He, I think he was pretty much like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be done in four years. Right. But Tim, for a little while, had, had been like, okay, I think maybe I'm going to add something and stay. And I was right. like, yes, do it, do it, do it. And then finally <laughs> he decided not to. But I was like, dude, like – Bro, I, that I, was – I, I was so I, glad I had you. Yeah, dude, for sure. Because, bro, that was so depressing because, like, Tim and Jake are such, like, two of our best friends Yeah, from college. And, like, bro, to be honest, man, if you weren't there the fifth year with me, like, that would have made me depressed. Like, I'm yes. not even exaggerating because, like, you were my best friend. And, like, bro, hold on. Can I explain why – how you became like my best friend in well, college? Yes, we'll we'll get into that. Let okay, me, let's finish the finish what you're the, saying. I'm yeah, sorry. The concept of of U21, but like, um, so anyway, like, uh, so we we ended up, you know, graduating at the same time, and and also kind of going along with the fact that like like I had a ministry opportunity um, at the church that I was. Mm-hmm. Um, that I had been doing stuff at and me- right. I had been mentored at and had been, you know, involved in youth ministry and they had asked, right. you know, they had opened up a middle school ministry position for me. And so I was like, you know, I, I want to stay. I, there could have, there were opportunities where I could have left, but the really, it was like, we were like, dude, like the fact, if we can do ministry and still get to live together, that was kind <laughs> of like, that was kind right. of the thrust of what we wanted to do. So we ended up, <laughs> deciding like i don't remember it, i i guess it was before the end of first semester me and you and kevin were in i think my room and we're like all right guys like you know there are opportunities it seems like for us uh what do you guys think about getting a place together so we decided to do that and we moved into an apartment and our apartment was apartment u21 and yeah. and really like even though like we became best friends in college i feel like really like our friendship blossomed in that apartment because we were, you know, I mean, we were, we, we couldn't be as loud as we wanted to be. Oh yeah. And what's funny is that drove Kevin crazy. It really did. Yes. It really did. Because Kevin, oh my gosh, I miss Kevin so much, man. Me too, man. I miss him so much. Um, Kevin, Kevin is like, so like 
Richie, I feel like you're kind of an ambivert. Like you're kind of introverted, but extroverted. Yes. At the same time. For sure. But Kevin, and I'm an extrovert. Yes. But like Kevin is an introvert and yes. he's quiet. And when he's comfortable with us, he's, you know, goofy and stuff like that. But he's, he's just more quiet and more reserved. And so, bro, oh, it was so funny just, like, getting on his nerves, like, yeah. because of how stupid you and I were. Well, which, honestly. All the time. Honestly, I feel <laughs> like he was he was kind of the voice of reason in yes. the apartment because, <laughs> yeah. like, you and I. Because me and you would, would not. Yes. We, we, were, we did not think about things. No, 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 no. We, like, <laughs> literally, we would, we, we would come up with all of these scenarios of, like, let's do this, let's do this. And, like, the things that could have gotten us killed. And Kevin is like, guys, come on. And so we're like, yes. yeah, you know, so there, there comes Kevin's the reason we're alive. Yes, basically, yeah. And so, like, there comes a time when, like, you know, introverted. Uh, like, know. bro, I, I remember one time we literally, this is how stupid we were. We literally entertained the idea of jumping off of our balcony. Yes, that I was on to a car. <laughs> and Kevin's like, you will die. We're like, oh, yeah, dude, that whole gravity thing oh. and all that but <laughs> so anyway like i i feel like not just i mean we had a lot of funny times dude like obviously i mean there was no question that it was a two-bedroom apartment there was a master bedroom and like a guest bedroom and there was no question like right. on on our side or kevin's side the moment we stepped <laughs> in that you and i were going to stay in the master bedroom and kevin right. was going to stay in because in his own room kevin yeah. like could put up with us during the day <laughs> but at night like you know like when we're like doing stuff like watching grease and standing <laughs> up on our bed singing like grease lightning and kevin i could just like feel i could just feel through the wall kevin just like putting his hands over his face like what have i gotten myself into so bro but bro but not oh my just, gosh, I mean, obviously so we we like we laughed about a lot of stuff but I, but we also i mean we I, I some of the most deep theological like i i think that as much as my theology was shaped by what i learned at welch it was also shaped by our conversations and just kind of walking yeah. through you know like at yeah. night or just, you know, just anytime we'd be like, Hey man, I read this passage. What do you think about this? Right. And we kind of, you know, it was really at a time where like I grew up in kind of, well, we, we both basically grew up free or Baptist, but um, in my experience, it was more of kind of a fundamentalist experience where it was very right. rules based. And so um, when I got to college, there were a lot of things that I thought I knew and I was so thankful for, so many of the professors that we had right. kind of broke me down and then built me back up and took some of the right. arrogance out me out of me and then actually taught me biblical concepts, you know. And um, right. then as I kind of had that as, uh, you know, a base theology, when you and I um, and do you to, to watch your growth in in the way that you thought and just like you uh, and we can get into it, like, you know, when you change your major and everything, just like. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody mature spiritually like like you did to where it was like you. I remember whenever you decided you were going to do pastoral ministry, that you were coming to some of us in pastoral ministry and you were asking us like for advice. And by the time you graduated, there were a bunch of us who were coming to you asking you for advice because you, your wisdom was <clears> like, <throat> I mean, it it expounded exponentially. And so when we so we would Thank have you, conversations man. about that and really that kind of helped shape 
shaped my theology and kind of set me on the path where I'm on today, where I, I haven't arrived, but I've got right. to the point where like, you know, I'm, I, I just want to go where the Bible takes me and right. I think like our conversations kind of helped get me there. So basically yeah. I think the, the reason we want to call it U21 is because it encompasses our friendship and the reason why we wanted to start this podcast is because right. even if nobody else listens to it, it's just two friends shooting the breeze, talking about, you know, whatever it is that we decide to talk about. And so I kind of thought, you know, for our first podcast, since, you know, we're best friends, Mm -hmm. uh, it would be kind of cool to talk about like the genesis of our friendship and how we met and like how we became friends. The freaking genesis. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, just call it the beginning. Bro, I... Dude, I don't know. I'll just, I'll just give you a hard time. Bro, bro. I don't know. N.T. Wright might listen That's to That's hilarious. And if, uh... Bro, listen. <laughs> that freak, that freaking buffoon. And no, I, you know, I, no, I want, he's I want smarter than both him people. or Michael Bird or, you know, you know Tom Piper <laughs> or whoever might listen That's hilarious. to No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so anyway, the, gen- like... the Genesis, uh, Terminator Genesis, that movie was awful. <laughs> bro, that movie was um, so bad. <laughs> so so let, yeah. me tell, let me tell you what I remember. Okay. Because I, I'm so bad at remembering anything. You know this, I know, dude. Me like too. I'm names, kind of the same. like dude, names, like. So, do you remember the first time you met me? I do remember the first time that I met you. So oh, I yeah. remember. I think this was the first time I met you. So correct me oh, if yeah. I'm wrong. So we have a mutual friend, a friend that I actually grew up with. He's a few mm-hmm. years younger than me, but that I grew up with here in Missouri, Stephen Reader, <laughs> and. And one day, I don't know, like, I think I was walking to the dorm and you were walking somewhere with him and you had your guitar. Oh, and yeah. I remember Stephen was like, hey, man, <clears throat> this is Cody. This is my friend Richie. And you had your guitar and you're like, and like played like a little, <laughs> like a little riff. And I was like, okay, dude, cool. Like, I'm, you know, I'm interested in music. I've, I uh, have, have done music ministry before coming to youth and music ministry before coming to Welch. And right. so I was like, oh, that's cool. And, and you're, dude, you're super talented on the guitar. And so here's the thing. I remember, so I remember <laughs> that moment. And then I just from there, just remember us always being friends. I don't right. remember the conversation that happened after that conversation <laughs> between us that kind of led to more conversations. I just remember meeting you. And then I remember right. us always being friends. Like, right. do you know, like, do you, are there any gaps? So here's, you can fill so, in? yeah. So, oh, bro, this is about to get funny. <laughs> bro, so I remember that. I remember that day I met you and I remember just saying like hey man what's your major what are you studying because you know we both came in as freshmen and you're like yeah I'm studying pastoral ministry and I I was like yeah I'm studying music and then I don't remember anything about that either but I do remember coming in your room one day and I can't remember which room it was and what year because me and you I feel like became really good friends when you became an RA yeah that's because you're my RA yeah my junior year yeah right that's when me and you because we were really good friends anyway but like we were i, I feel like we, we became best friends that year yeah which was both of our junior years. yes but anyway i remember so to kind of preface this but my best friend growing up is a dude named Devonte. okay a black dude right, right? just right. to kind of pref, pre, uh, preface that he's my best friend had my back since i was 13 i've known him since i was 13 years old since we were eighth grade together so i come in richie's room one day and no lie, 
This dude is watching. Don't be a menace to South Central. And the dude is eating fried chicken while he's watching it. And I, and I said to myself, I think I found the white version of Devontae. And I said, bro, I found the white version of my best friend. And, bro, it was so funny. I just remember – I remember, like, my jaw dropping because, like, bro, our college was as white as you could get. And I remember, yeah. like – people getting upset that I would listen to like secular hip hop and like rap and R&B in my room, you know? And so the whole place is freaking white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's okay. It's whatever. Yeah. But I just remember, I just remember being shocked because I'm like, bro, I don't think I've ever met a white person who has seen this movie. Yeah. And so when I saw you watching it, I was like, this is the greatest <laughs> day of my life. I found somebody who, and there were some black students at our college too, that I was really good friends with as well. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, you just hit it off. And, but yeah, that was when we, that was when I was like, bro, this dude is hilarious. And then uh, our junior year, I think, I mean, you're just my RA. And I lived on the third floor for three years. Like yeah. I never really moved. Right. Uh, I lived in the same room. And that was when me and Kevin first became roommates too. Yeah. And so you would come in our room and Kevin was a huge gamer and I really wasn't, I would just be in my room like reading or something like that. And you yeah. come in the room and bro, we would just start like hollering and laughing yeah, and, and being stupid. Yes. I remember that. And I actually think that that's how me and Kevin became friends because right. I, I don't remember being friends with Kevin before junior year, but because right. you guys were roommates, I would always come hang out you know, in your room because of our friendship. And then it right. just kind of by proxy, me and Kevin became friends. And then, you know, I found out that we had a lot of stuff in common. So yeah, dude, yeah. but for sure, I love me some don't be a menace. I've seen that bro probably 30 or 40 times. <laughs> I would, I would not recommend people listening to watch that movie, but that's, Oh my God. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, but nevertheless, it was, it was love, a part of your group. I, I, I love me some fried chicken and, uh, bro, that's a story we need to. Bro, that story when we, we went to uh, Prince's Chicken, <laughs> dude. That's yes. a story we need to tell. Not not now, but eventually, for sure. So so basically, like, um, yeah. So like, I so it just seemed like everything worked out in my life. It's always seemed to me like I feel like like I should be further along in my life than I am. Mm -hmm. But as I look back, like God has been very gracious in allowing things to happen exactly as they're supposed to. And for me, mm -hmm. looking back, I'm like, I'm glad that everything happened the way it did. Bro, because, yes. Because of the fact that like, you know, I've, I have great friends, you know, so I, I lived uh, in DeSoto, Missouri, which is like an, an hour or so south of St. Louis and have, you know, had a ton of great <clears throat> friends growing up. Mm -hmm you know um incredible friends and uh, if some right. of them listen to this they're going to be really taked off at me but the, <laughs> the reality is like dude like the best friends that i've ever had in my life are friends that i made at welch you know right. you and tim and jake and kevin i mean my whole wedding party like my wedding well, party, was us it was it was not anybody that i grew up with <laughs> in missouri like i right. didn't ask any of them it was it was you you were my right. best man, and it was Tim yeah. and Jake and Kevin and Caleb who went to college with us. Yeah, and he's pastor at the church he's I used awesome. to attend here, and Chris Davenport, yeah. Deport, yeah, uh, who's now pastoring, and I love that guy so much. So, like, yeah, God is just God was just gracious to me and allowing me to go to college at the time that I did 
to make right. friends that I did, I you know, that have lasted, that I know will last a lifetime because we, you know, I, I text you and Tim and Jake on just on basically a, a daily basis, a right. weekly basis for sure. And, right. um, and like, so God has been awesome in allowing me to have a friend like you. And, and really, I would consider you the best friend that I've ever had. Right. And I think like we have, it's, it's crazy because. And same to you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's all like for real, so like to me for real. Same to you. Like you're the best friend I've ever had. And, um, because like, you know, like I had best friends growing up, but they weren't Christians, you know? So it's like, not, not that that makes you a bad friend, but it's just like, that. that's a, that's a thing that we bonded over was yeah, Jesus. Sure. And that's what Christians should bond over. Yeah. Is, is there the commonality of, of a love for, for Christ and, and wanting to be under his banner. Yeah. Um, but anyway, finish what you were saying. Well, and I think, I think one of the reasons why, um, you like, like you became my best friend is because I was going through in college and really my whole life, um, until I just dealt with it recently, extreme anxiety. And, uh, it's like, it, it manifests itself in a social way to where like when I'm close with people, like, I feel like I can be myself, you know, like, so people who really know me would say that I'm an extroverted person, but people who don't know me would say that I'm probably more of an introvert because I'm really, um, I'm, I'm really outgoing with people that I know really well, but not so much when I get in a group of people that I I don't, but even, even among the people that I was close with, there was still like this part of me that was like, oh, I, I've got to hold this back or I've got to hold that back because I was just yeah. afraid of what they might think of me if I let them into everything. And so yeah. you were, bro, for real, you were like the first person that I felt like I could totally be myself and just make, you know, stupid comments, like <laughs> stuff that I would not say to anybody else because I was, I was like so afraid. I was so afraid of what people thought about me. I was like, well, what if I mm-hmm. say this and nobody laughs or, you know, and <laughs> you it was just like our personalities or at least, at least our sense of humor. So similar. Oh yeah. It was, it would click. Like we both are, we have a sense of humor of a 12 year old. Yeah. Yes. And so it, it was basically <laughs> like, I knew no matter what I said, if nobody else in the world laughed at it, that you were going to laugh at it. So actually <laughs> it was kind of like, in a way, it was a springboard for me to, to deal with my anxiety and to see like, oh, this would, what, this is what it, my relationship with Cody is what it would be like for me to actually be who I really am if I'm able to deal with my anxiety. Yeah. And so I think that's part of the reason that, that we became best friends. Also, we have, I mean, there are some things that I'm surprised that we don't have in common. Like you said, video games, like I, I love video games. Yeah, so like that's what was so weird to me in our friendship. I didn't really care just because like I knew that we had other things in common, and and even even if we have anything else in common, just like our humor is yeah. what brought us together. But it's like I think what was weird was like you love sports and you love video games, and right. those are the two things that I could care less about. I, I know, <laughs> like. I could care less about, which is crazy because you'd think like if Cody's a comic book fan, if he's a nerd in that way, he'd love video games. I, bro, I would just get so bored by video games. And then you would think, man, Cody grew up, Cody 
at the inner city, like, of course, this dude loves basketball. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, bro, which I do like basketball, but it's like I could care less about watching sports because that, it would, they just bore me like yeah. to watch them. So let me and, let me uh, ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, have you sold your PlayStation 4 yet? <laughs> yeah, dude, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I only bought it because it was really cheap during the pandemic, yeah. and I was bored, and I wanted to play that Spider-Man game. Yeah, but that then I Spider-Man beat it. Game is dope. I know it's amazing, I, bro. I, I kind of want to buy the PS5 again, like something again, so I can play the Miles Morales yeah. one. Yeah. And then I'm selling that junk as soon as I beat that game. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's like, I, bro. I remember I got. I, I can't remember what I got. I, must have got like a Nintendo something. You got yeah, when, bro. I remember exactly what it. So it was like it was in college. Yes, yeah, and you were like, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like I had been trying to talk to you. For, I was like, dude, like get. I was like, just start with a 3ds, and if <laughs> like that's because they know, were kind of cheap. Yeah, and and there's like there's a bunch of stuff that I think you might be into, and we talked about it for like days, and you're like, dude, I'm so pumped about this, I can't wait to get it. You got it, and we were playing, <laughs> like, dude, this is really cool. And then like the next day, I came into your room, and I was like, where's your 3ds? You're like, yeah, dude, I took it back. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what it is, dude. I felt like I feel like every time I buy a game system of some kind, I make a mistake. <laughs> Well, dude, and everybody else is like, Cody, we talk about like, I have this uh, Nintendo Switch because they're cheaper. Yeah. And I got it to play these Mario games, but bro, I kind of want to sell it. (laughs) Bro. And just get my money back. So it is, it is weird in that, like, I, I think like when I, so like me and like Jake Manning. Right. He and I both like sports we both like video games like we we had a time like um i think it was sophomore year because my sophomore mm-hmm. year me and tim were in a room and right. jake and dan jake Armstrong were, yeah were in the room room right the next floor. floor yeah and right. so um we had a we had like a class period break where neither of us had class and so almost every day we would go back to jake's room and play call of duty so right like we we had like so there are people who I think maybe, maybe in general I have more in common with, but I, f- yeah. I feel like, like to the degree in which I like comics and our brand of humor and our right. discussion and theology and the way that you allow me to be who I really am, I just feel like all of that together was like, just like. It, it just kind of naturally happened, you know, and right. uh, and for that, you know, I'm, I'm super thankful. So maybe yeah. um, let's t- let's talk about like, obviously, I feel like a like throughout however long we do this, probably every podcast, there are going to be stories that come up. I mean, it's just like <laughs> literally when we get together or when I, when like the group, of, like if I get together with him or Jake or you or we all get together. We literally just rehashed the same stories. Oh yeah, college, over and over because they're think. like they're so funny, and it's like the way I think about it, and I think, oh, okay, well, you know, there's a million people out there who have friends who have funny stories, but it's like, bro, I'm maybe I'm biased just because it's our life, but like, bro, some of the funniest things I've ever seen in my freaking life, yes, were you and Jake and Tim doing or, or Kevin doing. Bro, I remember. My, uh, it was our sophomore years when me and Kevin had not been roommates yet. Okay. 
Yeah. And we were dumb. We were trying to impress these girls or something like that. And we were out in front of the cafeteria. No, we were out in front of a Polston. Is that what's called? Polston or whatever? Yeah, the girls' uh, the girls' dorm. dorm. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. where the cafeteria was. So we're out in front, and these and these these girls or whatever. I don't say their names, but he would know them. But uh, <laughs> they were like, someone was saying like, I don't know what a drop kick is, oh, and I was just dear. like, Are you serious? You don't know what a? I was like, You literally jump in the air and kick somebody. They're like, I don't know what it is. And I was like, Well, me and Kevin can show you. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> so yes. We went in front of uh, the Johnson Building while class of the, was going on, right? While class was going on, and I was like, I was like. I was like, Kevin, I'm going to kick you in the chest with both my feet. But he's bigger than me and a lot stronger than me. So, you know, I'm bro. And so I'm like, bro, you're going to be fine. He's like, okay, cool. So we're in front of a class that's happening. The class can see everything going on outside this huge window. So uh, this is when I realized, bro, I have no hops. And so, <laughs> and so I just jumped towards him and put my feet and bro not only did i not hit his chest i kicked him in the freaking groin yeah and everybody was like crying laughing <laughs> because he fell down was on the ground for like two minutes and the whole class that was doing a night class saw us <laughs> and were cracking up and then the, then the professor i remember the professor comes to me and he um he goes mr balfour <laughs> and i'm like i'm like yes sir he says um you made my entire class chuckle for quite a long time. <laughs> and, he, and I'm thinking I'm in trouble. He's like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, will you give me a good grade? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. If, if grades were given out on, like, dumbness, you know, we would have had a 4.0 for sure. But, like, Bro. The, the funny thing is <laughs> – that class, what was it like, one hundred and one or whatever? That the class it was, was, it was like yeah. right, like that was literally the worst place to put a class because it was it, like it was so distracting. Because I remember, yeah, because time, everybody was outside at night. Yes, and I remember a time it was during the day, and it might have been the same time when Jake and I had our like the same class off at the same time, and there were these dudes who kept coming like and riding their bikes on uh, like. <laughs> Like trying to you know to do like <laughs> tricks and stuff like they were like mm-hmm. professional like they were really good yeah right? and so faculty or staff would be like <laughs> you guys have to get out of here so me and Jake came out of lunch and these two guys <laughs> were on their bikes and they were like you know jumping around or whatever and there was a class going on in that room and so just so happened one of our other friends Blake uh, had a tandem <laughs> bike which is you know is a bike where like you can fit two people on it. And it had a flat tire on the back. So I was like, I was like, Jake, we have to, especially because the class was going on, I was like, we have to get on that tandem bike and get over here before those guys get run off. So we can like, because obviously we weren't good on a regular bike, <laughs> let alone a tandem bike. And so you have these two guys who are like jumping up off the steps. And then all of a sudden, like out of the corner, come me and Jake on this huge tandem bike. And one tire is flat, and we like keep falling over and stuff like. And I think we fell into the trees in front of the uh, in front of that building. And then like uh, and then the, the faculty came out and they ran off those guys or whatever. And then we had, but like like that's the kind of stuff, dude. And that's why I loved college so much. I mean, obviously, you know, the Bible too. But bro, I remember I got in trouble because 
I was late to a class at during lunch in that in that classroom and you know you can open those windows mm-hmm. so I remember like I would everybody's like Tony's about to be late because they could see me coming out of lunch because I was so hungry I was like I don't care I want to eat right now and so I'm coming out of lunch and, and like the class is open like all the people in my class open the window and I'm probably like a junior. They're like, Cody, run. It's like, I'm running. And they're like, come in this door. The professor's not here yet. And so I'm running. No, not, not in the door, the window. So I'm running towards the side of the building. And I climb up uh, into the window. And I fall down. And like a desk falls down right as Dr. McAfee comes in oh, the room. Dude. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> and then Dr. McAfee was like, uh, Mr. Balfour, um, <laughs> what were you doing? And uh, I, I, I remember I probably lied, but I probably did it in a fun. I, I, I probably remembered saying, yeah. uh, yeah, um, I was having a seizure <laughs> <laughs> and everybody started cracking up. I remember Mr. Edwards cause, uh, when I would, I, you know, cause we would wear hats a lot and we weren't supposed to. And like the, yeah. And the cafeteria. the cafeteria. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and he uh, what did he say he said uh, Mr. Balfour take off your hat please and I was like uh, I said something and it wasn't true at all but it was just it was just quick like quick. you had like dandruff or something no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> uh, he said um, he said take off your hat and I said take off your racism and I Bro, and the whole cafeteria is cracking up, and I was kidding. And I was like, "Uh," he's like, "What'd you say?" I said, "Uh, I said fascism <laughs> is a really bad thing." <laughs> and bro, I was, and I, he's not racist because we love him, sure. but it was just something sure. quick-witted and stupid. And then I remember he came up to me during a, a hall meeting because he would give me such a hard time because I really do think like him and his wife really loved me. But like, he came up to me and grabbed my pressure point, my shoulders, and this was during a like. Mm. A dorm meeting, and I said, Oppression, oppression. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. And, so and this one guy was like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> and then he backed away, like, Holy crap, this really does look bad. And I was like, Mr. Edwards, I was just joking. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, I remember there's um, the so the windows opened out, obviously, you know, like you mentioned in that classroom. And it was uh, it was late at night one night. And the alphas were having the alpha and sonic. Oh, dude! They were having a meeting in there because you know we we had societies at our college, and and you and we I had like Christian like fraternities and sororities, yeah. basically. And you and I were in the the Bunyan, which was the guy society. The Rossetti was the girl society. Right after so John I, Bunyan, I saw that they were having a meeting, and there was a window open. So I slept <laughs> like I got on the ground under the tree and crawled on my belly, and then listened to the whole meeting. And went back and told. I don't remember who the president oh, was. Bro, like I, their, bro, like their I never whole, knew that. Yeah, like their whole plan for. <laughs> like, and I never told. I don't know if Jake was president or not. I, all I know is I never told mm. Jake about it because Jake was an alpha. And, and he, I was went back. Best, he was one of our best friends. I know. And I think, I think Blake <laughs> might have been the president at the time. I don't remember. But anyway, I, was yeah. like, Dude. I, I don't even remember what it was for. All I remember was that I listened in. And I went back and I was like, dude, this is what they're going to do. And it was like, because, you know, there are four societies, uh, eight total if you count Guy Girl. But, you know, there were four right. societies 
guy girl societies were connected within one society and right. the alphas and the bunions kind of we had this this competition like in bro i don't care what anybody says dude for the there was only one year where we lost in society sports yeah bro we were the best society dude. yeah like at, at that time because like society's changed people don't realize it. like like uh, at that school society's changed like they just change personalities as, as different students join them, you know, yeah. and, and bro, at the time when we showed up, the Bunyans, like, bro, our class, like, changed our society. Yeah, well, I remember, um, like, guys who were there before us, like Dan Armstrong mm-hmm. and Aaron Pierce yeah. and some others who said, like, uh, that, like, a couple years before that, the Bunyans were a really small society, and then a yeah. bunch of them decided to join, and then, like, half of the guys in our class decided yep. to join the Bunyans, and so, yeah, it it became like... We a, freaking beast-moded that jump, yeah, and bro. We won, we won the Spirit Trophy, like... We won it a bunch at of times, least dude. Three, and, to- three of the five years I was there. Yeah, I think you're right. It was three of the five years, and, like, bro, I remember our sophomore year, when, when and I think you and I eventually were on uh, the society leadership that year, and bro, yes. I remember I don't remember who it was, but we got so many new freshmen that year because Tim found a way to get a thousand free gift cards for a Qdoba, Qdoba burritos. Yeah, and bro, because it's like to be honest, the way you get somebody to join your society is like, obviously you got to be really good friends with them and you got to like convince them like th- why this is going to be the most fun, like Christian fraternity at our school that you're going to be part yeah. of. But bro, we get that, that year we by far gave the best society. Gifts. Yeah. Dude, t- Tim was such but, a great president, man. Like bro, he was amazing. He, I know he stressed out a lot about, about a lot of stuff. And he came to me as like, dude, I don't know. Like Russia, every, he was president, I think for two years. And each rush yeah. night, dude, like he like couldn't even pay. It. He was like, he's like, I don't know, man, I don't know. And we just crushed it every year. It was, it was awesome, and it worked out every time yeah, for sure. So, all right, um, I haven't really given a lot of thought to this, but I thought it would be interesting since since we're kind of since this is kind of like how our friendship began. Episode like episode mm-hmm. one of the U twenty one podcast. Um, uh-huh. Now this this is probably gonna be tough because it's just so hard to nail one down. But mm-hmm. if you can, what is and, and I don't know we, we might have to pick some that like we can actually say because there might be things that we bro there's can't. so much stuff we cannot right. say on this podcast. But thinking about things we can say and thinking through the history of our friendship, what mm-hmm. is that you can think of your favorite memory? Um, of our friendship and like it doesn't have to be oh, funny like it could be you know serious or it could be a combination of the two or it could be one funny and one serious or whatever but but um, right bro that's so hard I'll, uh, uh yeah go ahead start well, I'll, so i'll tell you serious for me uh does it have to be a serious no memory? no no well I'll, I'll say i'll okay. give a serious and a funny and if you want to you okay. can also um okay. My phone about to die, so let's end the podcast with these. Yeah, I, I was planning on the. I was okay. thinking about that anyway because we're like at forty-seven minutes now. So, uh, okay. So serious for me was when we went to the MLK fifty conference. Yeah, bro. Uh, because so it was a conference commemorating, if I'm if I'm getting this right, the fiftieth, uh, the death of Doctor King, fiftieth year 
uh, anniversary of the death of, of Dr. King. And, right. and so you had texted me, I don't know how many months before, and was like, hey, man, they're in Memphis. They're doing this MLK 50 conference. Would you, would you be interested in coming? And, and for me, I was like, yeah, dude, I would love to do that. But really, the, the truth is, like, for me, it was – it wasn't so much like I knew it was going to be a good conference because I knew the speakers were going to be awesome and I knew we were going to learn a lot. But really for me, the thing that I was most excited about is, was hanging out with you because at this point mm-hmm. we both graduated from college and we had, moved, we had already moved, we had back, moved back home too. back home. Yeah. So uh, we had not <clears> seen <throat> each other in, a, I want to say eight or nine months by this point. Yeah. And so I was just excited. Which was the first time in eight years. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's like we had been best friends living with each other literally since 2010 to like 2017 yeah Yeah. and so So yeah i was like yeah i know this conference is gonna be cool or whatever but really it was it was for me it was more of like a hey this is gonna be me going to hang out with cody you know we got a hotel room together um, mm-hmm. what's that that one that we got we, we, oh, we, we ended up staying in two different hotels right <laughs> in indiana let's not talk about Dude, that <laughs> we can talk oh, wait, about no, that no 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 that was that was the that was uh, indiana. gospel coalition conference yeah. um but so so anyway the mok conference uh so you know i'm thinking it's gonna be cool but really it's just gonna be a, a, a time for me and cody to laugh and goof off and mm-hmm. and see each other again and so I went not with a whole lot of great expectations. Again, here I am, I, you know, like I hadn't really thought much about racial reconciliation. Um, and right. it just, it's, it wasn't on my radar because I grew right. up in an all white County, went to an all white church, uh, attended an all white school. There were, just, well, there were very, there were a few black kids who went to my high school, uh, Right. You know, obviously my family's white. I do have a cousin who was adopted from India. But other than that, like basically my entire experience in life was white people. And so racial reconciliation wasn't really on my radar, you know. And so and, and even if it was, I thought I had a grasp of the reality. And I was I, I was really right. arrogant um, to the point where you and I had some conversations where and you were very gracious to me where um you know, it, it was around the time of Ferguson stuff and, and other stuff yeah. like that, which, like, I mean, Ferguson isn't very far away from where I grew up. And even right. then, I was kind of blind to the reality of what was going on. And, and I remember us having a conversation where I was kind of like, dude, like, I, I just feel like white people can do nothing right. Right. Like, <laughs> and like how, how I look back and regret and repentance that I, you know, that I felt that way. But you were very gracious with me. So anyway, we go to this conference and I'm not really expecting I'm expecting the speaking to be good and I'm expecting us to have good conversation because we always do. But really, it was just like, dude, we're going to laugh so hard for three days. straight, yeah. Right. And then I remember <laughs> um, Charlie Dates got up to speak and five minutes into his talk, I was weeping, dude, just like the, for the, the things that he was saying about, you know, about the fact that like. You know, the fact that I didn't think about, you know, at college where we weren't assigned black theologians, you know, like I, I, mm-hmm. I never read uh, that I can remember, um, you know, other than like uh, Augustine, um, you know, right. with the possibility. You never read anybody yeah, like African. Yeah, I yeah. never had read anyone. It, it was all white. And so like, 
So hearing him just pour his heart out about the the black Christian experience and the black Christian experience in ministry and how like they're yeah. like, you know, white people like you guys don't come to us. We have to send out, you know, we have to send we have to come to you like, you know, right. you're not sending your seminary students to our churches to, to be mentored. Right. like we have to send ours to you to be mentored and just listening to him pour his heart out like that. And just weeping. And then when we got back to the room, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry that I just I just didn't get it. And for for mm-hmm. hours listening to you just kind of spill your heart and, and kind of help me to learn. And then it's been, you know, since that time, it's been, you know, it's been years and I still feel inadequate to speak about it. But <clears> that <throat> moment kind of was the wake up moment to where it was like, OK, yeah. like things aren't how they should be. Uh, in a right. myriad of different ways. And that really kind of started another, you know, it was, it was kind of another, I've, I've had, you know, throughout my life, different light bulb theological moments. And that was kind of a, a you know, mm-hmm. a doctrinal, another light bulb that went off then just kind of right. ran to where I am. And it was your help, dude, like your patience and your help and that confidence that kind of springboard. Thank you, man. So, so that was like, it, it means a lot in a serious way. Like that's my favorite memory with us. Um, <laughs> what about you? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I know bro. it's so hard. There's so many. It is so hard because I have funny ones and serious ones. Yeah. Um, funny one, and I'll explain this really quickly, and then I'll move on to probably a serious one. Funny one is when we went on that preaching trip to Missouri, and it was supposed to be <laughs> the preaching trip was supposed, it was supposed to be, to be you the best preaching trip. Of the, all the, the, like time. like our whole friend group was just going to be us by ourselves, yeah. like and no supervision. It was just going to be what me, you, Tim, and Jake. Right. Yes. Yeah. With no supervision, they were going to send us without Brother Murray, which I love, bro- Brother Murray. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I love Brother Murray. But it's like, bro, we are going to drive to Missouri, get to preach, which is our favorite thing to do, and it's just us, and we're going to be as dumb as possible, and no one's going to tell us what to do. And they gave us the credit card so we could eat whatever we want. <laughs> yes. It was like I couldn't when 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 they came to me when Brother Murray came to me and he said he said Richie Tim and Jake are going to go on a preaching trip and I want you to go with them I was like bro yes sign me up because it was usually a bunch of guys who are great but it's like bro these are our best yeah. friends and like that's that's the dream is to go on a preaching trip with just us so let me let me interject this because <laughs> I think we're gonna have to be careful in the way that that we navigate this story. Um, well, I'm done with the story. Oh, okay. You so you were just saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was definitely some like we were like. I mean, we basically there are some funny. I, I can't go into detail, but there were some funny moments. So first of all, I'll say this, and then I'll get to the next one. Jake and Tim could not go. Right. Yeah. Which we were like, no. Yes. We we're like, this is the word, you know. But anyway, it ended up being great. It did. It's it, it started out. We weren't sure. Okay, because I. <laughs> I said we can't go into detail. Bro. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> yes, because I don't. I want to offend anybody because yeah, it's sure, like for sure. Because uh, it really was a great trip. It was, and and you and I ended up like we we like we're reading comics. And the- what was funny about that? Here's why that was one of my favorite memories is because me and you are sitting in the back because we were so mad. We're like, you know what? We're not driving. Yeah, and we were the, we were the upperclassmen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we made yeah. other people drive. We were so mad, and then we're just sitting in the back, just like giggling and being stupid. The whole time. And then, you know, we're on our way back and we get trapped because no, of a snowstorm. Yeah, we had to stay an extra night. Yeah. And we're just like, 
this would have been so amazing with Tim and Jake <laughs> and to be trapped and not have to go to school the next day and like and have an excuse. Yeah. And it it really did end up being an awesome trip. It was. Yeah, it was because the guys who we end up going with were yes, great. They're absolutely for sure. I don't want to. I don't want to insinuate they. They're yes, not. They really were. Yeah. But it's just like nobody. It's like no one's like your best friends. You right. Know? For sure. But the other memory is one of my favorite memories. Is um, ah oh man, it's so hard to choose. Probably when you and I went to that Acts Twenty Nine conference. Oh yeah, in Alabama that, like, that like one. one day conference. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, because we just went there for a day and we were just gone like for a day. And I remember us getting back and everybody's like, where were you guys? And we're like, we were gone for like <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> like, like, it's not like we like spent right out there. Me. Like we drove cause, cause Birmingham is only three hours away from Nashville. Yeah. We just drove there and drove back. We went and we got to hear like Ray Ortland, who is like my, like if there's any pastor that I, at least famous pastor that I want to actually pastor like. It is Ray Orland, yeah, dude. And then we got to hear like Matt Chandler, and we got to hear David uh, Platt, David Platt, Brian Loritz, who's one of yep. my favorite uh, preachers. It was just fun, man. And yeah, uh, I mean that was a good memory. Just preaching trips. One of like one of the things I loved about you, man, it all just shocked me at first. It was just like how good of a speaker you were, like, and, and how good of a oh, communicator man. you I were. Because I, that. bro, I mean that because it's like we were just like, how is this dude so good? at communicating the scriptures mm. and um i mean you still are bro and you just you just i mean god has definitely gifted you to preach and to speak and to communicate clearly and in, in, in a compelling way and um and so just preaching trips we went on bro yeah. i mean that those are some of my favorite memories for sure um yeah. and I, just uh, the apartment man like just living yeah. That apartment was so like, bro. I remember when we graduated, people were jealous that they couldn't live at our apartment. Yeah, because yeah. they were like, because like we would just do stuff. We'd put it on Twitter and record it. And then I remember Kevin met Kevin met up with somebody from Welch who was like, who had been out of school for years, and they were like, "Yeah, I saw that video you guys made of you just laughing hysterically." <laughs> and I was 